Good evening and welcome to Horror. I'm Lee. I'm Chris. I'm Adam. And we just wanted to jump on very quickly and give you a little cheeky bonus for 10-15 minutes discussing the haunting of Lady Jane. We did discuss it briefly when we covered our Horror on Sea outing this year. Uh, but as it's coming out, uh, Adam has given it another watch and felt he'd like to, yeah, have another discussion about it. I think, Chris, you watched it as well again, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I'd quite like to go over it again. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Well, cool. Uh, well, I uh, must say a big, a big thank you to uh, uh, Kemal Yildrim, who um, uh, wrote, directed, uh, I believe edited, was the cinematographer uh, for the film for the haunting of the lady jane um uh, he he contacted me via um uh thanks to um bethan from eerie essex bethan oh, briggs cool. miller so big shout out to her um and i think actually as a film i think it's something that she would probably dig because it's um she does a secondary podcast to eerie essex called spectre of the sea yes i've heard oh. it very good it's really, really good, and yeah, I can imagine it would share a lot of sort of overlap there. But um... it was very folk horror-y, wasn't it? It was that kind mm. of folk horror on a barge, which is something I'd never seen before, which was nice and interesting. Yeah, I think it's just the um... oh, but by the way, uh, we may swear. And we're we'll, trying we'll, to we'll remain try not to. Yeah. We're going to be try, try and remain <laughs> spoiler free on this one. Uh, just because it's sort of it's a film that's just out, it's going, it's sort of doing the festival, so mm. uh, very much like um, uh, the like eating Miss Campbell. I think it was because we saw them both at um, Horror, on, Horror on Sea, and I believe they've been at uh, the Romford Horror Festival this year as well, which I missed again. I know it just I, creeps I, up. I seem to miss the, the the announcements about it every time, and then it, it's just the thanks for you know Romford Horror Festival for showing us this weekend, and I'm like, oh bollocks! I've done it again every year. When it's literally in walking distance. I know. If anyone who works there is listening to this, or anyone who goes to it, please message us a couple of weeks before when the tickets go on sale, because I'm a knob and I miss it every year. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely one I think we'd like to go to. So, oh yeah, definitely. Um, so Chris, you said you rewatched it again as well. I did, yeah. So, so I think I I definitely enjoyed it the first time we watched it, but I think I didn't get as good an experience because it was what was it like ten a.m. felt fairly yeah. early in the morning. The first film yeah. we were watching, and yeah, I would say I wasn't entirely warmed up at that point. Um, and in a way, I. There, there are some twists in it. Um, I actually kind of enjoyed knowing a little bit about some of the characters just because mm. you then, you, you know, on the second watch, as I think we've said this enough times about films, you, you almost get a different view. So you have the appreciation of learning about it the first time, but then really enjoying how the characters unfold the second time already knowing what you know so it's like and, it's well it's that yeah. thing where you you suddenly understand people's motivations or yeah. people's reactions a lot better and yeah yes it does yeah i've i found it a, a sort of richer on a second watch i think 
Mm. And, um, you know, I, I love a film that explores those sort of themes of redemption, sin, morality, and consequences, and and who is who is the evil one? I suppose because you are mm. called to question what you think about each of the characters throughout, and and you learn at the end who who perhaps really is the sinners, really really are the sinners. Yeah, I think. Well, I think it's it's quite it's quite nice that the themes are both modern and mm, yeah yeah really old because you you like you say you've got sin you've got redemption you've got um but but also you've got a lot of stuff in there about like um female empowerment and yeah definitely like yeah. an identity politics mm. as well yeah. and and it's interesting that you've got um I mean, for example, I mean the, the I'd completely forgotten that the main character is hearing impaired. Yeah, I totally blanked out because it's it's not fundamental to the film, mm. but it is fundamental to the character. If you see what I mean, it's like mm. it's it's, it's another affect her experience yeah. of everything. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I think it's it's one of those it's one of those films that's certainly I think like. Um, the lead two characters, Lily and Zara, um, feel very real. Yeah, yeah I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah. me. Yeah, that they were very realistic. Mm. There, they of... weren't really as friendly as they could have been, but they were yeah. both pretending to be to get what they wanted out of the. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was really there was a lot more depth to it than you'd expect from a, you know, from mm. two. Two main characters in a, a low-budget horror movie, really. Oh, yeah, when, and like you said, Adam, about female empowerment. Essentially, they should both get on. They both are trying to figure out, and and essentially are empowered females, and yet still there's some friction between them at certain points. And it, it shows it, it's yeah, it's definitely a complex relationship. Well, I think happening. also it's that. Um, it's that lovely thing where it's like sort of, you know, when because essentially so that people get what we're talking about, just to run through it very briefly. So you've got the sort of the main two characters. You've got Lily, who is a writer who has become estranged from her or clearly very religious family. Yeah, and they show that very powerfully at the start. Cool, blimey, yeah. You know exactly what's yeah happened to her. And so... Um, but she has sort of gone on from that to become a successful writer. She's writing mm. a, from what they talk about in it. She writes a lot about sort of, she writes from a sort of uh, about female empowerment, fem female journeys and so on. Mm. And so she hooks up with Zara, who's a, a, a internet sort of sensation as it were. Uh, but it's Lily has imposed a view of her that when she meets her is disappointed, mm. you know, but equally there's nothing wrong with what Zara's Zara is on her own journey. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's weird because it's kind of like, you know, it's this sort of thing of, well, I want to be able to celebrate you, but I'm judging. I what just still doing. don't actually like it. <laughs> yeah. And it's sort of, yeah. So uh, that, that I really like because I think that, both of them are very believable because there's strengths and flaws. 
Mm. And you sort of think, oh, yeah, I can, you, I could spend a good time with this person or at other points, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. yeah. You know, or sort of like, who the fuck do you think you, do you know what I mean? It, they feel very real and mm. they basically, they meet up and they decide, they see an advert for a canal boat trip to Birmingham for free. So they sign up to that and they get on the boat, which is the Lady Jane, um, where the, the uh, captain of the boat, Willard, um, is a very strange man who is... I suppose he's, he's extremely religious and that is where mm. you think, okay, perhaps his strangeness is coming from that along with being on the water on his own a lot. So again, you know, it's believable, a believable character. But yeah, you don't know exactly what's going on. You can't get a handle on him, and you can mm. understand. Because interestingly enough, the the thing I got as well is because obviously, like I say, Lily's basically a journalist or a, like a writer of mm. other people's lives and everything, and she ends up oddly, I think at first is actually more invested in Willard. Yeah when they meet him because she's like right Zara's a write-off because yeah. she's not she's not conforming to what my image of mm. an imp- an empowered modern yeah. Muslim woman is uh and you know she's she, she probably like, sees her as quite childish I think she sees her as quite yeah, yeah like quite shallow. yeah and it's like but I've put all these deep meanings it's like you know it's like we should meet heroes but yeah. you know it, it's sort of like I don't know it turns out that's you know, someone's quiet. They're not as you've imagined them. Whereas Willard is a question that she wants to try and answer. Yeah. And especially when it's sort of there's and I one thing I really like because it doesn't really fall down on anyone's side mm. at any point. I mean, it's very clear, you know, at the end of it, it's very clear how we feel about Willard. But, yeah, well, I, I suppose we we get that when he meets some more of his friends. That's when you really start to doubt him, and oh, it gets murkier yeah. as to what's happening. But it's still, it's still. I, I liked the twists. Essentially, you know, the, mm. um, yeah, it, it was. It was, again, that was kind of believable. It wasn't. Um, it, it, yeah, it wasn't over the top. It seemed to fit with the way their characters had unfolded, and yeah, yeah. In in many ways, I think that's the thing is you've got the central drama of it of the people reacting with each other, mm. and then you combine on top of that a supernatural occurrence yeah. and yeah. unusual occurrences. But probably, you know, there's I would imagine there's probably a pretty critically acclaimed film if they stripped out the supernatural element, because you can imagine it's like it, cause it basically, it would be a picturesque journey, which everyone has a fucking miserable time on a boat, which feels like a real sort of <laughs> critics choice. Yeah. Sort of feeling, but it's like, they'll be like, Oh no, but they, then they had to go silly. And they put ghosts in it. It's like, that's the fucking point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, these things, it's all intermingled because there is, you know, you've got the supernatural, but you've also got a very real, um, a lot of very real human mm. menace and evil and you know bad juju yeah um which kind of is where the supernatural should be born in a way mm. so yeah. because they yeah they start because obviously they as they go 
further on the journey, they start sort of talking ghost stories and stuff like that. And they talk about Ran or Ran, the um, spirit that haunts the uh, water, yep. which I think is probably because of there's there's a there's a Norse goddess who's the personification of water mm. called Ran. So I think it's kind of to do with that. Um, but I mean, overall, I think listening listening back to what we said about it before, I would agree with you, Lee. Is I think the only thing is is maybe it's a bit a bit long, mm. but only in the sense that I don't think anything needs I don't think anything needs to be cut entirely. I think there's just stuff that could be nibbled back. Maybe it holds on something a bit too long or something like that. And, but all in all, it's part of that slow build as well. This is a real slow burn. It's definitely about the character development. And I think those slow burn films do work better at home than they do Mm. in a, a, you know, in a cinema. Like some films are so much better with an audience. Yeah. Yeah, but I think with a slow burn, I think they do work better at home. So the yeah, the runtime it, it will feel different if you watch it at home to if you, uh, as you say, ten o'clock on a Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah. no, it did yeah, it? Yeah, it really did seem faster. Yeah, it it wasn't the best positioning. I would say if mm. this if I was scheduling a film festival, I'd say this is this is a sort of post lunch, mm. sort of five o'clock sort of movie mm. where you know you're you're. You just need. You're gonna veg with it, but not yeah. veg out. If you see what I mean, it's you know it will hold you. It will sort of yeah. work for you. But I, I thought the acting was good. It suited all of it, and and I mean the production as well. I thought was good, and I I imagine it must have been quite difficult to spend the amount of time they probably need to spend on the actual canal itself, trying to film in enclosed. Yeah, that must have been a very spaces. difficult shoot, I'd have said, yeah. trying to catch, you know, trying to film on a narrow boat. Because there was a fair few scenes, actually, you know, on the boat. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I thought it was interesting, um, one scene where it starts to get a little bit crazy, um, and that's where you sort of, you're starting to see the paranormal aspect, and you don't know if that's in their minds or not because of what's been going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. I think uh, well, because I I really like the score. Mm, yeah, that, yeah, that did seem I to fit really well. Yeah, because you've got you've got some quiet you got and there's some good sound design in it. I mm. don't know if it was I don't think because I was watching this uh, I was rewatching this on a laptop, so I don't know mm. whether it's the laptop that was doing it or not. But there were parts of the sound design that went a bit over the dialogue. Mm. But again that kind of felt in keeping with it because it was usually at points of stress yeah, or drop where you sort of feel it's almost like the blood rushing in your ears, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, but um, no, I thought the the sort of sound design and the sort of, yeah, just was, and it's shot beautifully. I mean, it really, mm. you know, I mean, it's from what I understand filming on Walter is one of the, hardest fucking things to do with the film because apparently things are so changeable that you could shoot one way and then you try and shoot the other and it will look utterly different or it will be 
you know, it will have turned on a dime in terms of weather or something like that. So, you know, the fact the fact that it, you know, that all the stuff on the boat is coherent, like you know, it it feels right. It doesn't. There's nothing sort of disjointed looking or anything no, like that, even no, though no. it must be a bugger to actually <laughs> feel. And as you say, I mean, a narrow boat uh, on a, a canal boat, there's not really that much room. And it's it's a weird thing. It's the um, it's like on John Carpenter said on Horror Cafe about isolation, where he said, "No, mm. you can be in a car full of people, but if you're in the desert and there's nothing else for miles, you're trapped in that car." Yeah. And okay. this kind of has that sort of same feeling, where it's like you you really get the the claustrophobia of the boat is is really exacerbating the sort of situation and the tensions that are going Definitely. on as well. Yeah. Yeah. The one one last thing I want to be the first person as far as I'm aware, because I've been sort of reading um bits and pieces online and things like that. Um I want to be the first person to notice that hello below there, I'm assuming mm. that's a reference to the, the signal signalman. Yeah. <laughs> got gotta be. And it, and that's kind of the area that this sort of sits in. It's like those seventies ghost story for Christmas. It's that very folk sort of cold British landscapes you know where it's sort of beautiful and bleak all at once yeah mm. and yeah, um, yeah and I I would like to check out because um, uh, Kamal's done quite a, he's done quite a few features and stuff like that and he's acted in things as well yeah um, that's good perhaps so, we should check out another one yeah there's a lot of his um, there's like Schultz and um, mm. yeah I definitely I'm definitely going to go back and check those out um, and we've got, I've got to say, Natasha Linton, Bryony Harvey, and Sean Botha, who are your mm. main cast, are really great. Yeah. And, yeah, and uh, also, Sean Botha, yeah, rather a good folk singer. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Cool. <laughs> oh, right. So thanks ever so much for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll see you shortly for our next episode, uh, which again is one where we're mixing it up. Uh, we are going to be covering uh, our, uh, discussing the real supernatural, quote unquote. Um, and we will be back with that uh, shortly. Thanks very much for listening. Good night. Good night. Good night.